Welcome again to Nourished by Spinneys. I'm Devina Devecha. And I'm Tiffany Eslick. Last week, I spoke to Chef Yanel Katao, who told me about the concept behind Garbu and what they're looking forward to as they open up the full restaurant at Tashkil in a couple of months. We also spoke about Garbu's supper club menu, which I was able to try before our conversation with him. And you had a favorite too, right? The paratha and kebabs? I mean, I did share a disclaimer that I will always have room for dessert. But yes, from the rest of the menu, that was definitely a favorite. And for today's bonus episode, Chef Yonel tells me about some of the inspiration and the ingredients behind all the courses they currently have at the Supper Club. The Supper Club had eight courses, right? Yes. Um, but obviously the menu at the restaurant is going to be a lot more. Um, can you talk me through kind of what we can expect from the full menu and maybe even like Tell us a little bit about what we had at the supper club uh, because I couldn't stop eating at one point. I had to tell everyone, just give me a few extra minutes. I will finish this dish <laughs> because I need to finish it. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to the food at Gerbo, for example, during my journey, yeah. I discovered something that not a lot of people know about here in Dubai. It's something called the Quranic Park. Yes. If you guys haven't been, it's an incredible place. And for example, it's... It showcases uh, indigenous ingredients and also ingredients that are found in, in the Holy Quran, which was something very special to us because it also speaks to religion and tradition. And also, um, we try to use farm to table as much as possible. We try to always question, what else can I do with this? Or at the moment in here, obviously, this is a small kitchen setup. So when we will move to Gerbu, this will, we will actively pursue to have to limit our wastage and limit our footprint the food has um first of all we try to source as much as we can yeah um we are at our start of the journey but we do start we do try to source as much as we can from the local suppliers is something very important not just when it comes to the food but as i said yeah. the interior design everything is, is is made here in the uae from the table chairs artwork um and the food we want the kind of food people enjoy to eat. Yeah. It's not is in no way pretension, but it has a twist because um, we have an international team. There are people from very different backgrounds, and we want to put those touches. But the food has some beloved Emirati dishes like the chicken machibus, yes. the the kamir bread made by yes. by Sahar, and and the dessert, and a lot more surprises when the yeah. <laughs> the the restaurant will open. But also has, because Dubai is a melting pot yeah. of cultures. And in some ways, we try to reflect that throughout the food because of the, um, of the relation Dubai has throughout the entire Arab Peninsula yes, or yeah. with India. Um, we try to showcase those. So we do have also those influences in the, in the menu. Um, our... Right from the start, like you mentioned, uh, we welcome you with the broth, which is a compost yes. broth. Um, it was a brainstorm of ideas, and then we we decided to make a compost broth out of leftovers, basically, that right. are discarded in the kitchen, and to open your appetite. And then the, the menu board was, uh, it's, it was made by us in-house, by right. Tashkil, and it's our logo. Yeah, it's So it's beautiful. something that you will see, it, for example, Behind you, the board and yes. the the coasters that were on the table yeah. and all this is something that uh, 
we are very proud of and we wanted to to use for example things that people know and people love mm. but add our own twist yeah and also to uh, for example from leftover bread mm. we wanted to see how can we utilize that because often gets discarded or just made into breadcrumbs and yeah. that's about it uh, so we wanted to find the um, almost a delicious way how to utilize it so it's how we came up with the idea to create a yesterday bread cracker I I will have to say I had to stop myself like physically and mentally from eating more of those because I knew more dishes were coming yes. <laughs> because it was yeah it was delicious it was so so nice It starts from the farmer it starts from the mm. supplier that we got those beautiful mushrooms from and as I said then we 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 it's actually a long process because we first make a, a broth and then we create a paste for the cracker we dehydrate it for 24 hours and then we deep fry it and yeah. then we make our spice blend called suneli kuneli yes which is uh, blue fenugreek from georgia yeah um because we wanted to to find different spices along the the entire spice route not just something um obviously we use a lot of spices from the spice soup yeah but we wanted to also see how we can complement in our own like house spices yeah. um the cabbage the cabbage is the, the it's simple in appearance yes. but it's a lot of hard work yeah. because um we we take a variety of cabbages and um some we brine and we poach and we barbecue on the grill um from the normal white cabbages we ferment for 6 weeks yeah and that is only one part of the many parts of the sauce yeah. that that you had <laughs> yeah, and yeah yeah there was a lot uh, but it all just it, worked it, together yes and um and then we we finished the sauce with labne which again everyone loves in here so it's there is no weird combination it's just we wanted to put our own twist yeah. into into the food and at the end of the day it was cabbage with feta and labne and dill so some all things that people love yeah but we added our own identity and our, our own touch to it to this also for example it has no wastage this is yeah. uh, throughout the dish um and then our um labanajan yes the, we were inspired by mambayaldi but we wanted to to also do our own take on this mm. so we slow cook lamb with dates and we have a bizarre spice um blend yeah. made in here in the house yeah um that we we slowly cook it for 48 hours so it's a very long process wow yeah and um uh we we braised aubergines and then for example the team behind you are actually working hard now to to slice all those beautiful crispy things that you have on top ah, like the, okay, the yeah. shallots <laughs> the leeks the tagarashi yeah. so it's a lot of knife skill and a lot of like skill in patience to to show <laughs> yeah um and i think it complement because it's, it tells the story of the um, of the produce found in here in the i think it tells it beautifully and then we have a uh, panin pakora paneer is beloved by everyone yeah. in here everyone is loved and uh, also chickpeas are something that everyone they're they're found in so many dishes in here and we wanted to see how can we how can we play with with um, with these things and So we created a pan pakora with um, almost like a shata sauce. It's yeah. our own take on shata. It's a lot more complex in flavors. Yeah. 
Um, and then from the vegetables and fruits available, we wanted to, um, because obviously chickpeas and the beetroots we use are quite earthy and uh, paneer and akawi bring a certain creaminess mm -hmm. to, to the dish. Mm -hmm. And obviously the, the spice and leave and everything, but we needed to, to cut that through. So that's why the, um, we added the, for example, the pomegranate for yeah. the local touch and the, the the cabbage again from the from the wonderful suppliers we had and the cherries and from all those trimmings we have created us this almost like a red salad salt yes um and the dressing so like this um um everything is used but more importantly everything comes together beautifully so everything has a reason there is nothing on the in that dish Everything on the dish is there for a reason because yeah. it belongs there and, and, and it serves the pur purpose of freshness. Or Yeah, I think with that as well, I tried it first without the dressing and yes. the salt. Then I put the dressing, yes. I tried it again, then I put the salt yes. and tried it again. Yes. And I said, okay, yes. now this it made sense because yes. I just wanted to see what it was like without yes. and compare it with. Yes. Yeah, like you say, it it made sense. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's good for us because from for the team, they get to see new things or yeah. it, it challenges us how to utilize you know things for example you know we had a little bit of cabbage or for example the pomegranate um the skin yeah everyone throws it in the bin however right. it's full of vitamins and antioxidants so from a health benefit the pomegranate skin it actually has so many benefits so mm -hmm. we wanted to see how can we utilize that so how okay. can we not only from um, sustainability mm. point of view but mm. from a uh, from a from health benefit and it was i, th I think it, it it showcases in in this beautiful dish um your next course was prawns the prawn, yeah um we are very fortunate that just across the the window we have um just a small preview of what our garden will look like so because we have uh, different herbs, including our za'atar, yeah. uh, we wanted to to really highlight this beautiful thing. So the prawn, um, because we bar we marinated into a, a za'atar marinade and we barbecue it, mm -mm -mm. Uh, we wanted to to balance the sweetness and the charness of the prawn right. uh, with the freshness of the za'atar and the, yeah, the beautiful yeah. floral aroma. Mm -hmm. So we have created, uh, we did... Zatar in different ways. For example, we did the zatar oil. Yes. And then we have created um, almost like a gremolata, but it's a lot more complex because we add nuts and we add um, almost like a burnt onion dressing inside. Right, yeah. Um, and a lot of fresh zatar. Mm -mm. And we, instead of adding regular oil, we add zatar oil to, again, to lift that dish even further. And then we make also a zatar sauce, and together, even if it sounds zatar on zatar on zatar, they work very well together because they they bring different things to the mm -hmm. to the dish itself. And uh, um, we know it's normally we it's something that people they are very surprised yeah. that that it it works so beautifully and it doesn't get any more fresh than this. Like yeah. we literally every single time we we prep the dish, we just go. During the day, we we take it from there and it gets prepped immediately and is presented for uh, for our guests yeah. in here. Um, chicken matchbus, 
this is a uh, it holds a very special yeah place for me because uh not only that is beloved here in 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 the emirati it's uh, it's it's found in every household mm. it's easily be rec- recognizable by yeah. everyone but uh, for me it's very special because actually it's it was one of the dishes i did on my trial oh really okay and, and to me like I, I i still remember i was it was i never heard of it first and I never made it before. Okay. And it's, it's my first time. I said, I'm not sure because there was a lot of powerful flavors inside. I said, obviously, to balance them well, I said, it's a skill on itself. So I said, uh, so it made me very nervous. And uh, um, after everyone loved it, and I, I, it was, as I said, for me, it holds a very special, uh, it has a very special meaning. Yeah. Um, and then ever since I came in here, I had the opportunity to try various uh various manjibus mm-hmm. and um we wanted to not to change it because mm. people love it just the way yeah, it is yeah but do our own take on it for example we wanted to traditionally chicken manjibus is served with kachumbar salad yogurt and achar yeah the pickle i was gonna ask yeah tell me yes. more about that yeah but the the people uh, the pickle as far as i know um in different houses they they make it quite differently some yeah. people prefer a tomato pickle or an onion pickle or um like a mango pickle so we wanted um it actually was a long journey for yeah. me it's i haven't worked with achar before okay so achar was a, a brand new thing mm-hmm. for me to, to to learn about and we have done almost a few months of testings wow. achar over achar over achar and to see where are we happy with the with acidity, with the spice levels, with uh, the the crunchiness of the vegetables and all this? And we wanted to. Um, we recently we finalized the recipe and we were so happy with it. I mean, it worked. Like I have to say, a lot of us around the table we yes. were tasting that yeah. um, on its own, and it was just fabulous. So you nailed it. <laughs> That's <Thank> fine. You. <laughs> Thank you. Also, I think it, it serves the purpose because mm. the the. The, the char brings a heat level and a spiciness yeah. and the vibrancy yeah. to, to the matchbus and also the kachumber, yes. which again, from from the farms and we we make a dressing and it's very acidic and we, we season it with sumac and it's it's there for like it, yeah. every, all of those elements they are there and I think it complements very beautifully um, the dessert uh, the dessert. Uh, made by, we are very fortunate that we work with Sarah, with Sahar. Uh, it's this is her creation, including the Kamir, but also she has helped me a lot during my time here because uh, not only that she's extremely talented, but because we are very different people with very different backgrounds, we come ex- exactly those differences is what makes us work so well together yeah. because. We bring very different things to the table, and then in the end, we manage to surprise ourselves with with ideas. We 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 come with. I remember during the our tasting period, yeah, we have tried some ice creams, and Sahar would say, "Oh, I like this. Add more cardamom." And then I've tried it again, and I would say, "Add more lemon." And then she would say, "Add more something else and something else." And then at the end, we were like, "Wow, wow. Yeah, okay. this is like wow." So that that is what that I think it makes the uh, my relationship with Sahar very different and we are very fortunate to to have her on board um the the sago it's uh, it's her take on a on a beloved dish in here the tapioca pudding 
and um, uh, we do a sosanglaise with Habat Hamra, the, the the local Basil seeds, um, that complements beautifully and almost adds a, um, a very unique flavor profile to the to the pudding itself. So it's it's baked just before serving. So it's um, it's warm, it's comforting, it's yes, um, it's almost like a hug. Like it just it gives you that that sort of like home feel um, about it. It's uh, it's it's really delicious. Like. What was your favorite? Oh, um, okay. So from, I mean, dessert is like a separate category for me because I can be however full if I like the dessert, you know, that's a special like thing. Uh, but from the rest of it, I am going to say, oh, you know, the the paratha and the kebabs we had outside yes. in the yes. barbecue that it was just like the, the blend of the the paratha with the meat with like the onion and all of that together yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, I think it breaks the, the meal very nicely yeah. because like for example black lime was something that mm. i haven't used a lot before and when i seen me here that people use it in so many dishes and it's used in every household and you find it in every market yeah. you go to the spice hook and it's everywhere and even through the tourist areas you you find it and we really wanted to showcase this and definitely it's actually like one of my favorite ingredients so uh it just added a whole other it was great yes. yeah thank you no thank, thank you, you. <laughs> thank you for joining us on this bonus episode of nourish by spinnies i'm devina devecha and we'll see you again next week with a new episode <laughs>